Gators, and welcome back to another episode of the Alligator Podcast, where we talk about all things at the University of Florida, Gainesville, and beyond. I'm your host, Jake Reyes, and here's the latest. It's been a little over a year since the world was shut down by this raging pandemic. Many of us are wondering when we could stop talking about the coronavirus. Well, bad news. You might be telling your kids one day about how COVID-19 affected your life, so that's not going away. The good news is, it seems that the light at the end of the tunnel is approaching as vaccinations continue to increase in Florida. As of Monday, almost 5 million people have been vaccinated for COVID-19. And as of Friday, over 62,000 total doses have been administered in Alachua County. So far, 45,546 local residents have gotten both doses needed for maximum immunity and another 16,894 have gotten a first dose. However, This doesn't mean the pandemic is over yet. According to the Orlando Sentinel, Florida's resident death toll from the coronavirus rose to 32,820 with the addition of 41 more reported fatalities on Tuesday, while also adding 5,302 more positive COVID-19 cases. This brings the total amount of cases in Florida to 2,016,513. Alligator health reporter Manny Ray reported that from Thursday to Saturday, One UF employee and 20 students have tested positive for COVID-19. 418 UF affiliates, that's students and staff, are currently quarantined. 36 more than last reported on Wednesday. So what happens when you have to quarantine? Well, the simple answer is provided by UF Health. You can either self-quarantine or choose to quarantine in one of UF's quarantine residence halls. These include Riker Hall, Trussler Hall, and Lakeside Building 2. UF Health says staff will be providing students contactless food delivery and a clear list of instructions regarding expectations for isolation. They said in addition, students will receive regular check-ins and support from student affairs staff to promote the adoption of healthy behaviors. Students can also access their classes virtually. The more complicated answer is provided by Noah Sharp, a 20-year-old second-year computer science major who had the quarantine dorm experience. And he joins me now. Noah, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Pretty good. So first of all, what happened that made you have to quarantine? Were you told to isolate because you came in close contact with a confirmed case? Or were you patient zero to your knowledge, if you know what I mean? It was actually um, my roommate had gotten it. And since uh, I was in contact with somebody that had it, they were going to put me in the quarantine dorm. What was your first reaction when you realized your roommate had it? Uh, Well, I immediately just got out of the room like as fast as I could and I just went and sat outside at a, a desk and I had to take a quiz outside and I, I stayed out of the dorm for the entire day while he was uh, moving out to go to his quarantine dorm and then thinking that maybe that could help me not get it but I ended up getting it anyway so so you did end up testing positive anyways yeah I ended up going to get a test and I got a test before they put me into the quarantine dorm. So they ended up putting me in for contact with somebody, not because of the positive test results. Yeah, that was one thing I was going to ask you. So UF Health says that students who test positive will stay in a different campus location than students who had close contact with someone who tested positive. So you stayed in one of the locations for students who had close contact with a confirmed case. Once your results came back positive, Does it make you move to a location where students with a confirmed case reside? UF Health says they do as part of their protocol. Uh, They did not do that. I was in the the Trussler dorm. I think that's in the the Graham area. And I believe everybody that was like a positive test case was at Lakeside. And there were barely anybody at the Trussler dorm. Even though your results came back positive? 
No, because my positive test results came two days after I had already moved in because I got the test the day that I moved in. So they probably just didn't want to have to move me around even more. Did they make you quarantine right away? Did they give you enough time to pack? Oh, yeah, absolutely. They gave me uh, plenty of time to pack. To be honest, they were a little bit disorganized with how they did the whole thing. Their system, I think, messed up or somebody that was working there messed up and they accidentally um, cleared me for campus, which delayed when I was going to move in. I believe it was a Monday that I was supposed to move in and I ended up moving in on a Wednesday just because of that mix up and they actually thought that I was in the quarantine dorm already since Monday, but I wasn't. I was still self-quarantining in my own dorm and just kind of waiting for them to contact me and they failed to contact me. So I ended up moving in after I was supposed to. Was your roommate gone by this point when you were self-quarantining in your own dorm? Yeah, yeah. He moved out, I think, on a Friday And I just spent like the next weekend all the way up until Wednesday self-quarantining because they couldn't contact me. And that's in your own dorm in a hall where students who test negative reside. Yes, absolutely. So tell us a little bit about how you got to your quarantine dorm. So as far as getting there was concerned, they told me that there was a van service that would come and pick me up. And I load all my stuff into the van and they just drive me over to Trussler and I load all my stuff out of the van. And that's exactly what happened. It was actually, it looked like it was more of an ambulance looking thing. It had like a stretcher in the back and I'm like putting all my stuff onto a stretcher. And uh, the lady that drove me was very nice and talked to me on the way there. She was very sweet. And when it was time for me to move out, they never contacted me with any sort of method or number to give me a way to contact the the van service to get somebody to help me move out again i'm not sure if they even provide that i would have thought they did but they never contacted me with anything about it and i couldn't find anybody that knew about it so what did i end up doing is i'm lucky enough to have a car on campus So when it's time for me to move out and they gave me the go ahead and said, yeah, you can move out at any time. I went ahead and just walked over to the Hume parking garage, brought my car over and loaded my stuff up and drove back to my dorm. So that's what I ended up having to do. If you're not lucky enough to have a car on campus and your place is some distance away that you couldn't just walk your stuff over, then I don't know what kind of advice to give you other than to make sure you keep calling them to make sure that they're going to give you that option to get the van service because that was a real hassle for me and I wasn't sure exactly what to do and they weren't very clear on it. Right, right. So how long did they make you isolate once they got their stuff organized? I believe it's supposed to be 10 days And I'm not sure if that's 10 days since when you had contact with a person that had it or 10 days since they put you in the dorm. But I I believe they just kept repeating 10 days. But what ended up happening for me is I stayed a little bit extra time because at the end of those 10 days on the day that you're supposed to be released, they contact you and they ask you questions about like your systems, like how are you feeling and stuff like that. And I mentioned to them that I still had a slight cough. And they said, well, we think you're no longer contagious because you've gone through the whole 10-day period. 
but since you do have this light cough, we're going to take the extra safety precaution of letting you stay in the dorm for another three days. So I actually stayed in close to two weeks. And about your symptoms, actually, because a lot of us haven't had COVID-19 and it's different for everybody. What was it like for you? My symptoms were very mild. I feel like the majority of my symptoms happened right as I got it. I like immediately felt it and it was it manifested in the form of a slight cough, as I mentioned. And I also had a sore throat for like a day or two, very mild. And I'm not sure if this was just kind of like placebo effect of me thinking that I'm dying with COVID, but I, I felt a little bit like shortness of breath for like a couple of days, but that was about it. Uh, the rest of the time that I was in the quarantine dorm, I felt pretty much perfectly fine. The only thing that persisted was that slight cough. And even that was only like, like 10 coughs a day. So I, I really had mild symptoms and I'm happy about that. That's good to hear. For some people, it hits them a lot harder. And tell us a little bit about what the bathroom experience was like. Did you have to share bathrooms? Did you have your own bathroom when you were quarantining? Tell us a little bit about that. So the way the Trussler dorm worked was that it was basically just one floor. And I'm not sure if there were male and female on the same floor. My immediate guess would be it was just males. But to be honest, I barely saw anybody for that entire duration of my stay I barely had any human contact with anybody else that was living there there were at maximum four people living on my floor at any given time so very few people and a lot of empty rooms there were two bathrooms one was marked as a a girl's bathroom and the other was just unmarked and so I took that as my bathroom and the bathroom situation very clean bunch of stalls good showers it it was a better bathroom than what i have at uh, my current residence where's your current residence i'm in a sled hall in the murphy area okay we know uf health provides students who are in isolation three meals a day tell us what that was like did they ever forget a meal were they on time did they get too many meals so the way the meal system worked and i was very surprised about this but when you get there you fill out a little form where basically you say things that you don't like or like are allergic to um like things like seafood shellfish stuff like that i checked off those things just because i don't like seafood so i just said i'm allergic to it so i don't get it so i don't know if they even give that kind of stuff but i checked that stuff off and then every day at around 5 p.m ish they drop off a large brown bag in the lounge area and it's got all three meals in it so what you're supposed to do is you go there you get your brown bag you eat the the dinner which it's usually warm when they drop it off but they have a microwave in the kitchen where you can go heat it up so you get that you eat the dinner and then you save the other two meals which would be the breakfast for the next day and the lunch for the next day you put it in a fridge and the fridge situation is something that I should definitely talk about because it's very confusing to me. And they, when they gave me a list of things to bring to the dorm, they never mentioned anything about a fridge. I do have a mini fridge in my sled hall dorm, and I was debating on whether or not to bring it, but they said not to, so I didn't. And when I got there, it became very apparent that I would need a fridge because some of the breakfasts and the lunches for the next day 
would need to be like refrigerated like they had like milk cartons for like your cereal and stuff like that so what i ended up doing is i just walked around the the hallways and checked in like the empty rooms and found that they had like fridges for the dorms which they never told me anything about this and i couldn't ask anybody about this but apparently i think what you're supposed to do is just take one of those fridges back to your dorm and use that i wouldn't have known that and nobody told me about it and i even tried to contact like housing and stuff and they did not have answers for me so i ended up just borrowing one of their fridges and using that so you essentially just took it and you're just like i guess this is what i'm supposed to do so i'll just do it I would think so. They had a bunch of identical fridges in all the rooms. So it was very obvious that they were like fridges that belonged to the dorm. So it made sense for me. Right, right. And do you have any in-person classes? No, all my classes are online, as you can expect from a computer science major. Well, I guess that makes a lot of sense. (laughs) Did you end up resuming your classes virtually? Did you need time to from your classes? Did your professors know about the situation? I actually never contacted any of my professors about this, and I never needed to. On the day that I had to move in was the only kind of day where I experienced any time that I would not have been able to spend on my classes. And it was easy for me to just take a day off to do all the moving stuff and get that figured out, and that I could just resume doing my classes as normally. It didn't really affect my school at all because everything's online i could just watch the lectures online do the homework submit it just the same way that i did it when i was at my sled hall dorm was it worse for you that you had symptoms going on and like affected your studying or anything like that or was it just like eh, whatever it's a cough i can power through this and still learn things about computer science (laughs) the latter the the symptoms were very mild and i managed to just kind of deal with it and do the classes as normally it didn't really impact my my classes too much well that's good to hear so we know that you don't have any access to laundry facilities while isolating did you bring enough clothes for the isolation period was it challenging at all like oh man i got a stain on my shirt or anything like that i ended up bringing way more clothes than i needed to i think people underestimate how much they change their clothes because they need to go out and do stuff but when you're sitting in the same room for 24 hours a day you tend to not need to do so many clothes changing and you just kind of wear whatever so i ended up bringing about two weeks worth of clothes and really only need like a week of it it was very easy to have enough clothes oh wow okay and what would you say is the worst experience you had during your time period there and your best experience. I don't judge. There could be a both. <laughs> I would say the worst part about it was the complete lack of human interaction, I guess. I would consider myself an introvert, but I do kind of like to use my social battery once in a while and like talk with people and see people face to face. I obviously could talk to friends and stuff uh, on the phone or FaceTime and stuff like that, but it there's something special about being able to see other people and that was probably the first time in many many years that i had gone like complete like full days without seeing another human being which was very strange and off-putting uh to me but uh that was very minor and probably the worst part of it the best part of it was that i wouldn't have to go and get my own meals 
everything was just delivered to me. So it made meals like um, something that I really didn't have to worry about. To be honest, I think that would be a major problem for me. I'm extremely extroverted. So <laughs> did you ever get to step outside? Um, it's it'd be like if you were tied down to a plastic chair. It's uh, they tell you not to go outside, but there's absolutely nothing stopping you. As you know, in the Graham area, you're really close to uh, Chompit. So if I wanted to, I, n I never ended up doing this, but I feel like if you wanted to, you really could just run down to Chompit and grab something. But I considered the fact that I probably had COVID and I did have COVID for after my positive test case that I didn't really feel like going outside and potentially exposing anybody. But it's not like I was locked in there, like bars on the windows, like I could leave if I wanted to, but I'm sure they wouldn't like that. So I didn't. Right. And actually, if you were to leave without a valid excuse, you can actually face some serious consequences from the university, like suspension or even expulsion. Oh, absolutely. I'm not sure exactly how they would do that, like know that you left, but I'm not sure if they can track things like your, your gator card, like spending. Like if I were to use a meal swipe at Chompit, like would they be able to monitor that? I'm not sure. I wouldn't think so, but just in case, I just stayed in. Right. Final question. What would you say to students who haven't had the experience you had and believe that if they did, it wouldn't be that bad? Do you agree with them or do you be like, well, it's not that bad, but stay clear of it because it wasn't that fun? <laughs> For me, it wasn't too bad. The actual moving in and out process was a little bit of a hassle. And I could speak on that a little bit just to give a little bit of advice. But uh, the actual experience wasn't horrible but like i wouldn't recommend like you go get, go get covid so you can experience it but like you definitely don't would rather not do it so if you can at all be possible like possibly like stay safe just make sure you're wearing your mask and stuff like that you you don't want to have to go to the quarantine dorm it's just a big hassle and can be a lot of stress especially if you have in any in-person classes all right. Thank you so much, Noah, for joining me today and telling us about your quarantine dorm experience. Thank you for having me. Of course. So Noah's experience took place from late January to early February. If you have a quarantine experience you'd like to share, tweet me at FRLJakeReyes. Technically, all of us have been in quarantine for much of last year, so I'm just going to tell you that I spent most of my time in quarantine gaining weight and playing Fortnite. Fortunately, I don't know that Jake anymore. However, these are very different quarantine experiences as you may be stuck in a dorm for 10 days for contracting or coming in close contact with the coronavirus. Students with this experience like Noah Sharp advise you that if you can avoid the situation, avoid it. If you have any questions while isolating at one of UF's quarantine sites, such as The Process, contact the Area Desk, Main Housing Office, or UF's Screen Test and Protect Program. That's all the news I have for now, and remember to subscribe to our newsletter to keep up with all things at the University of Florida, Gainesville, and beyond. As always, I've been Jake Reyes with the Alligator Podcast. We inform, and you decide. Jake out.